2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: You are listening to Three Valleys
2: Radio. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Docks slams it in.
1: The deflection it's Aaron Davis he could win it he probably has won it for yeovil oh
3: and it's an opening goal what a
1: start
3: madden after just six minutes gives yeovil the lead
1: stansfield good turn away from go
0: Hello, how are you? Welcome to the Glover's Cast with me, Ian Perkins. This evening I'm joined by Mr. David Coates. Good evening. Me
4: and me alone. Yeah,
0: no, Barrett. He's been shafted by a freelancer and has had to work. Freelancers, they're the worst, aren't they? Sorry to all freelancers. (laughs) He did go on a bit of a tirade. Um, <laughs> he does like a tirade doesn't he and then he wow. had another
4: lemon drizzle biscuit I think and he was alright after that that's all he needs
0: yeah yeah. I th- he's like a dog isn't he a little bit Give <laughs> him a biscuit that'll sort him out um, yeah. yeah and so... if you
4: throw a ball he'll run for miles if you throw a ball <laughs> yeah
0: just a just a thought <laughs> brilliant uh, yeah so we're missing Ben tonight but I'm sure he'll be fine without us or, or he yeah. won't be Are will be listening to this now and thinking what have I missed what are they going to say about me well, exactly. um, but it's been a busy week hasn't it Davis uh well as for me yeah yeah <laughs>
4: yeah absolutely you've had a, you've had a busy week um and uh yeah I mean uh Wednesday was obviously a day that uh, that came and went without the either the the world exploding or um, <laughs> or, or, or anything dramatic happening with the uh, passing of the a, uh, the Glover's Trust asset of community value moratorium. I haven't written the word moratorium this many times <laughs> since uh, I was writing about planning applications in my former journalist days many many years ago but um, yeah I I know you're going to tell us something so I will just uh, this is the first I've heard of it as well listeners so I'm just going to sit and listen to what Ian's allowed to say.
0: Yeah so I can't I mean I can't say a lot um, but I just sort of want to. It's uh, a good start. uh, I want want to update (laughs) Uh, I can update to a certain extent and give you my my personal feelings but you know while the ACV you know that's expired um but we're not stopping our work will continue um i think you know if you've read our statements you know that we we don't think the deal is in the best interest of Yeovil Town. and my personal view is that the the council statement sort of proves that you know the the stuff they've been putting out about how it, you know it's positive for them it's a positive yield and it's a commercially good deal for them and they'll be able to charge the club 145 grand a year rent um, eventually you know it doesn't doesn't feel like that's a very supportive line to have um, and and as as an example I mean Exeter City they, they rent their ground but they rent their ground for 40 grand a year rather than 145 so um, I think you know that, that sort of speaks volumes to me um, uh, over the last six months I, I've basically had three jobs and that's my day job uh, the podcast and the, the website stuff we've been doing and the the Glover's Trust and, and the pace and the level of work that we have had to do as a board uh, has stretched us all, like beyond belief. Uh, and bearing in mind, I, I applied to, to join the trust board before any of the SSDC deal was announced. Um, and, you know, it's not particularly what I signed up for, but I felt I had a duty um, to, to see it through and do what I felt was right. And you know, over the last few months we've we've met with plenty of other supporters trusts. We've met with a football supporters association. We've met with Bath City's trust chairman who sits on the board of Bath City Football Club. Um we've met with master planners to, to come up with our own vision for the site. And we've met with potential investors. So that the time hasn't been wasted and in, you know, there's still more time, really. Realistically, there's a lot more that can happen. Um Yeah, so I know. I I've sort of said I felt like it was a duty to carry on but as a supporter of YTFC I I wanted to get stuck in and do what I felt was best by the club and I think some people will disagree um, but my personal view is that we shouldn't just follow whatever the ownership thinks is the best thing to do for the club that's the whole point of a supporters trust and I'd like to think that listeners of the podcast don't um, have got to know me in a very limited way with me just talking um, but I'm not a mudslinger and I don't have an anti club agenda. I, I love Yeobeltown. I've you know, I, I wouldn't talk about it twice a week just for the sake of it. Like I don't listen back to this podcast, I don't like the sound of my own voice and I I don't wanna do it, you know. It's it I want what's best for the club and I want I want Yobeltown Football Club to become a a destination. Like, I want hot running water in the men's toilets. I wanna to be able to sit for a meal and a drink before a match and then go for a pint after at the club and support the club in that way and I I, you know I want to have my kids birthdays at the football club I want us to have a women's team I want I want so much more than we've ever been dished up uh, at the club and I think that is a possibility that that's what we should all be hoping for and you know we we wanted more information we've gathered more information and we know that there's work that can still be done and we're, we're pressing on with it we are working still um, and I appreciate this it. frustrating and it's a bit hypocritical to talk about transparency when we're not saying anything. But, you know, realist, we, we can't say, you know, we can't say a lot. We can't say what's going on because that's just how it has to be. Um, there, there's other stuff that we've been cracking on with as well. The stuff that we wanted to do when a lot of us signed up for the board, like membership benefits and community support schemes, which we've been doing stuff in the background and, you know, we're going to be able to announce that sort of stuff soon but um yeah I just it's, it's lots has been happening and we've been doing lots and we've been on zoom course till nine o'clock plenty of evenings more than I care to remember um and we're, we're still working you know just because Wednesday's come and gone that's not the end of this board's you know purpose and what we're trying to achieve so yeah I, I don't know if there's anything you want to ask me coats but you know, I'm restrictive with what I can say, but that's that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, that's quite a statement. <laughs> um, and
4: and and I think I speak for everybody, whether they agree, whether they you know support everything that's going on, whether they support nothing that's going on. I think I. Everyone who's heard what you've said about what you want for the club and, you know, what I'm sure a lot of the, you know, members of the trust ball want for the club. We'd all be hundred percent supportive of everything that, that that you want. As you know on the on the Glover's cast website, I Tried to summarise um, and made me just realise quite how complicated this whole situation is with the <laughs> with the land deal. try to summarise it in a uh, in a in an easy to understand way, and I'm not sure how well I did. But I, I I finished that article with a sort of a list of the things that I would love to see at the club, and yeah, everything that you said there was 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 all part of that list. So yeah, I think I would speak for the majority of our listeners and thank you, and uh, you know your colleagues on the trust board for for the work that you're doing appreciate you can't say things and just so you know folks when when the when the mic stops rolling me and barrett we are getting into him getting into his ribs and trying to find out information but he is a closed book he 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 won't tell us anything so we, we we threatened to go on strike and withdraw our labor but he's um yeah, no, he's, uh, he's not having it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good to hear that there are things, um, I mean, there will be people out there who will think that Wednesday came and went, and that the, you know, the trust um, had lost its opportunity to have an influence. So, um, it, you know, I, I don't know whether that's right or wrong, but every or, or true or false, but everything that you said there makes me think that, you know, the show goes on, and um, and hopefully you yeah, know the the ultimate outcome is all of those things you listed there that you want to see so yeah I the only thing I'd say is thank you to you uh I know you've put in an enormous amount of effort um for this and I thank you to you know anyone else out there who's doing the um doing the same thing for, for for everything you do and um I think I'd say speak for a lot of people when I say that
0: yeah well I mean I don't you know I don't want to be thanked for it because I'm not doing. You know, no, right, but I'm, I think you should be thanked for it. <laughs> so there you well, go. I, I, I reject that. Um, but you know, we know reject eventually. You know, we know that that land needs something needs to happen with that land, but the proceeds of what happens to that land has to go into the football club, and Absolutely. we we don't. You know, there's no legal guarantee that that's going to happen. So you know, that's the basis of what why we've done what we've done. Um, yeah. and you know, there's a. a Perfect example. Last Tuesday we went to, you know, we went to the pub. Everyone knows what pub that is. Um before the game. And the service was shite. And you think there's a prime opportunity. The job here. You didn't name this pub. <laughs> <laughs> there's a prime opportunity here for that club yeah. should have had the you know, even if it is a shitty beer tent on a rainy night, that should have been open and yeah. getting money into the club and it you know it's a classic case it was probably full of rats and been left you know left to do nothing for the last year and was you know <laughs> would have cost an arm and a leg to clean up and get it done right um and you know no tea bars and you know i don't think you can dress it up as you know covid safety we're not opening the tea bars because i don't know did ultringham have their tea bars open at the gig, yeah, yeah. I got a uh, camera seven up from it, so I can <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> uh, like you know, I just yeah, it's 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 yeah. totally frustrating, and it feels yeah. like we've got the same problems now that we had two, three years ago when you know the old ownership was there, and
4: yeah. Yeah, a lot of those problems haven't gone away, have they? And at that point, the amount of—if I had a pound for every time that me and um, fellow supporters at away games had walked into, uh, you know, a club, at a, a, a bar at a club, and said, "Oh, do you think if we had something like this, yeah. I, I could I could build that club now?" If I had a pound for every time <laughs> I'd done that, it's unbelievable the know- amount of places we've been, and not all of them, not and and, and very few of them are. You know, glitzy, purpose-built play. You no, a lot of them are, like you say, rooms that have been refurbished into into that but they they just work because you've got the right location you've got what people want which is you know a drink and maybe maybe a bite to eat as well we're not talking you know you don't have to put on michelin star food here for crying out right. loud so it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that difficult and uh, i you know there's a there, i'm sure there are reasons and we know about you know covenants on the land that say what we can and can't do and all the rest of it um so there there will be reasons why these things haven't happened but it is bordering on criminal that there's not (laughs) there's not that kind of permanent facility that's more than a marquee yeah that's not belittling anything the marquee is
0: and that goes back to you know that goes back to however many decades ago when we moved when the ground went from the middle of town to the outskirts of town which is now not the outskirts of town anymore like that yeah. it it goes back all those years, and you know, yeah, I was in my fifties then, so it's quite a long <laughs> that's quite a long time ago and someone <laughs> someone's made a hell of a lot of money at the expense yeah. of Yeovil Town Football Club, and it's not right,, um, yeah, yeah. but you know we we carry on, yeah <laughs> what uh, do you ever listen to the Peter Crouch podcast? We go again, Some, we go again yeah yeah we don't stop. we don't stop, so you know. The WhatsApp still buzzing. Um, yeah. Right, Coates, you've been busy this week as well. Uh, you had a chat with our mates from the Scarf Begara War podcast, Stop. I County did indeed. Fans. Yeah,
4: I was I was sent in as the uh, the Glovers cast member with the most Northern accent. <laughs> yeah, the listeners uh, are uh, going to
0: struggle cause... to pick out who's who on this one. I think.
4: Exactly. <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have they'd have worried, you know, that the uh, the West Countryness wasn't wasn't quite there. So um, yes, we did. We spoke Paddy Madden we spoke about um i made all the excuses for our uh, injuries and sticking <laughs> kids on the bench and all the rest of it but yeah no it was, a, it was a it was a good chat um so and i think we're gonna hear it aren't we
0: yeah yeah so we'll go to that now and then uh, me and dave will be back to uh, chat a few more things take some questions and we got a quiz woohoo Ooh. <laughs>
2: So we welcome Dave from Glover's Cast, uh Yeovil podcast onto the Scarf bagaro Are you all right, Dave?
4: I'm all right, fellas. How are we doing? All right?
2: Yeah, not yeah. bad. We've also... Not bad, man. Also, Nick and Dave are joining us for this as well, so we'll crack on. First, Dave, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, going into Saturday's match, I guess your season is over yet, but it's, it's over now, sorry. Um yeah. You well, know, this, this this is a loaded question, but did did the season meet your expectations? <laughs> I
4: think uh, yeah. anybody anybody yeah, who looks at where we finished last season and looks at where we finished this season, well, well no, we definitely didn't. But um, I mean, oh, Jesus. Uh, we cannot wait for the final whistle to blow on our game against Stockport. That's all I'll say. It's been a season that just needs to go straight into the bin for a myriad of reasons um, <laughs> and probably be proven by uh, the performance that we, we we put in If we can field 11 players on Saturday, we'll have done well, let's put it that way.
2: Okay. Uh, What, what, is that, is that, are you being serious there? Uh,
4: Well, maybe I I might, if we can field 11 players and five substitutes, we'll be doing better than we have for uh, the last two or three games. Anyway, we've, we've got terrible, terrible injuries, maybe, and suspensions, maybe eight first team players out, uh, you know, fielding kids on the bench and everything. It's, yeah, it's, it's just been a nightmare season from start to finish. um, And that's, Without even going into uh, what happened with our captain Lee Collins, so oh, it's just yeah. been yeah a real forgettable one, which is which is a real shame because last season was uh was, was brilliant. We really enjoyed it. I mean, back in non-league, obviously you know Yo was a club that's been in non-league for a long time, but um, yeah, we did we did enjoy ourselves last season, but this season just been utterly utterly forgettable.
2: I mean we'll we'll touch on Lee Collins later. Um but I, I, you've probably already answered this in 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 the um the way that you've just answered the last question but how how, how do you think you'll how do you think it'll pan out on Saturday against against us?
4: You really after depressing me here, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Well, I've got someone I can call and talk about this afterwards counseling. Um well <laughs> uh yeah i mean like i say it will be something if we if we 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 put a team up, we are literally patched up i mean i went to the game uh well actually if greater manchester police are listening i didn't go to the game against oldham at the weekend but i did go to the game against oldham as a as a home fan uh and it was a micro, it was just a symbol of our season that game because we we had three chances uh at the beginning of the game which should have been nailed on goals missed every one of them they broke away, scored a goal on the breakaway because defensively we're all over the place. Same thing just before halftime. We came back to three-two up um, after a great stirring comeback in the second half, and then faded in the last five minutes and conceded two goals. So, Ooh. that uh, and 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 in between that, one thing I should have said is one of our players, who's arguably been our best player this season, is a lad called Josh Neufeld, who we've had on loan from Luton. Um, he suffered a really bad injury in the first sort of five minutes of the game, broken and dislocated ankle. So he was off. So that is it. Injuries, missing chances, defensively shaky. <laughs> I mean, a- a- any anybody who's got your kind of, uh, you know, uh, players in your side, um, you know, you'll be licking your lips at that, I thought. And that's even without uh, Mr. Madden as well, who uh, we, we, we understand he's not going to be with you on Saturday. Is that right? He's He's out. Paddy?
2: yeah that's right he's out he's out injured so we yeah. missed him on we missed him on saturday actually we 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 drew one all at home to woking obviously woking lost the previous 10 matches before that right. so we we were expecting on saturday to i mean i don't know four five maybe six yeah. that you know that was that was sort of the expectation did not pan out that way in fact they yeah. scored first right okay um, you know we we've got one of the best defensive records in the league um, yeah, they scored first and we, we just could not break them down full second half, could we, Dave?
1: No, no, it was, um, yeah, it was a little bit depressing at times the way it was going. It.
2: Yeah, they've waited a year to be back in the ground and it, they've been in for 90 minutes and it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it, the life of a county fan. That's... Well, I, we we do know that Dave's got a way with words, don't we? I don't think it was depressing, but it was. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It was. Um, it was frustrating.
1: There you go. Yes. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Were
4: they like ten men behind the ball? Were they in. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just, just T- yeah.
2: Time wasting ten minutes in the usual.
4: Right. Okay. Right. We'll make it five minutes on Saturday then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a tactic. Remind <laughs> me. Okay. <laughs> oh, but no, Paddy. Well, I'm disappointed about that because the man still, you know, he, he he played less than a season for us in the season we got promoted to the championship back in 2013. And uh, you know, he is absolutely still a cult hero. You know, everybody loves Paddy at Yeovil. So if he is there, he'll get a hero's welcome. I guarantee it because he's and he'll be a brilliant player for you. No, I mean you know that already, don't you? But he'll be fantastic. Whatever division you're in next season, he will score you goals. No question.
2: Yeah, he's already scored a couple of thunder bastards for us. So <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. the one against Halifax away was was spot on. It really was. Yeah, um, yeah. He scored a beauty so for us at
4: Wembley. So uh, yeah, we never forget that. We'll never forget that one.
2: Yeah. So he's he's become really. I think Integral's probably too much at this stage because he's not been with us that long. But he has become an important player for us to the point where when he did get injured. Mm. I'm sh- I'm sure I saw on social media some people fretting that you know oh no Paddy we haven't got Paddy Madden now it turns out we we we'd did quite well without him anyway but um, he did all right still yeah. he's still a huge miss <laughs> yeah um, Warburton is yeah. Warburton still at your place he's and is he not... is he he's not no. oh is he not. No, oh, he's not. He's
4: uh, he's gone back to Northampton. So it it, it actually uh, ties in with the story of, um, of Lee Collins, which uh, you fellows, I'm sure, will have heard. But um, yeah, very sadly, um, Lee Collins was uh, found dead in his uh, in his hotel room, which um, you know, uh, which was a suicide, and it you know, it shook the whole club. I mean, you can imagine, can't you? A team, yeah. a team that's been so close together uh, to lose their captain. You know, a man that's um, well, it's it, it's quite strange talking to you guys because um, the game against Stockport that we played at your place—that was the last football we we ever saw of Lee Collins. And in the ninety-second minute, I think it was, he got sent off for mm. uh, a, a wild red card. And I think that probably summarised everything that I loved about Lee Collins. Yeah. We were two-nil down. Um, we were never gonna, you know, never gonna get back into that game, but. The man would not allow another you know he would not willingly allow a player to go past him, so he he did take him out in fairly you know some fashion didn't he but um mm. uh and and that was him he was just a one hundred percent kind of player, you know a real captain, a real it's it's a bit of a cliche in it, you know a real leader um and the, we've just been we were the club, the players, everyone was just so affected um yeah. by that uh, by that situation. And we've not seen Matt Warburton since then. He did um play Commoners a substitute a couple of games before um that instance. So um yeah we we think the two things are related. Nobody's actually said, but the manager has said that he went back to Northampton at that time. So um, yeah, we're assuming the two things are late, related, but sadly, no. We've uh, I think we've seen the last of Matt Warburton at Yeovil, A- A- which is disappointing because he, he he probably injuries and um, not quite fitting into our system. You know, it didn't quite work for him. I don't think. So yeah, yeah. sadly, he won't yeah. be with us.
1: Yeah, North Am- just... Am- Northampton have released him, haven't they?
4: That's right, they have. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. might be coming back to your place, then If you would, you fancy him back? <laughs> It's a bit of a legend um, at your place, isn't there, it? Warburton? There
1: are plenty that would do. Um, yeah. Personally, I wouldn't, but I know there's plenty that
2: plenty a lot of uh, a lot of people that would do. Yeah, yeah, and, and Warburton means probably as much to us as Paddy means to you, but yeah. albeit at a lower level, we still we still sort of um, treating with with a lot of affection. So on Saturday, then who who are the players to look out for from from Yeovil? I know you said you know you you struggle to put out subs yeah. and to fill the bench and you've got kids, you know, making up numbers and things, but there must be, there must be one or two that, that probably stick out to say that, you know, if you were going to do something and, it, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be all cocky and say, it's a foregone conclusion. Cause we just know it's not. Right. Um, well, I'm glad who... you said that. <laughs> <laughs> who um, who who are we looking out for from a Yeovil perspective?
4: Yeah, well, I think in midfield, I mean, I, I would have mentioned Josh Neufield, who, as I say, went off with um, uh, with that terrible injury, altering him last weekend. But I probably say Tom Knowles, who's playing alongside him. He's a lad we picked up midway through the season from um, from Cambridge. Um, he's another one of those. He's, he, he's a you know he's a feisty little fellow when he needs to be, but he's another one of those players who, when he gets the ball and runs with it, uh, he can be you know that he has got that little bit of something to him um in in, in in midfield. If he plays well, we often play well. Um so I'd say probably Knowles is the one to to, to look out for. There are a few names that you 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 might have heard of um from the football. Have we got we got Ruben Reed who was uh, been around yeah. a bit more so probably in the West Country than um, in your neck of the woods, but um, yeah, he's uh, he's playing up front. Not really being prolific for us. I think he's only got three, and only one of them's from open play. So um, yeah, he's he, he's there. We've got a lad called Charlie Lee who plays in midfield. Um, who's again's been around a bit, late in or in Peterborough, those kind of places. Uh, he's had a few good games. Looked very good when saw him at um, at Altrincham last weekend. So uh, yeah, a couple a couple there. I'm just hoping it's not. Our defence that you're looking at, because <laughs> we can be a little bit wobbly in defence sometimes, and uh, your 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 forward players worry me when, in that respect.
1: Yeah, well, yes. we, c- we certainly had going back to the Woking game. We certainly had plenty of the ball. and um, We looked quite threatening at times. So um, it's just without Madam, we did um, lack a little bit of that sort of killer instinct. So yeah. that could go in your favour on Saturday.
4: Okay,
2: Could so you, do, yeah. yeah. We did it. We did it. We did it. They would work four times on Saturday. We did. All wow, right. Okay. <laughs> My, we'll,
4: we'll make sure it's repainted for the uh, for the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you don't need to smash us. Then you don't need to score like seven because you're you, you're in the playoffs already, aren't you? Quite comfortably. Looking for. Yeah, we are. Third but place? we,
2: um, yeah, we're in third place. We need to we need to win to secure third place because right. Hartley are at home to Weymouth or Wheelstone. Oh. One of the W. Weymouth, um, so we're, we're, we're almost thinking that's a guaranteed three points for Hartlepool. We want to finish third so that we don't have to go through the elimination game. Yeah, um, because Notts County scare the shit out of me. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, picking up again, haven't they? A, yeah, they're really on form. You know, they, went, they had a bit of a dip after their uh, managerial departure. Not yeah. too dissimilar to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the other teams as well in there. I think I think all the other. All the three places are up for grabs. I think. Um, no, no. Two of the places are up for grabs. Uh, about six teams vying for there. So, yeah, we just want to avoid that game. That that elimination game and stick in third place. Yeah, we'd, we'd
1: if we f- yeah if we finished fourth, we would play the team who's seventh. So. Right. Which um, could be
4: one of those teams that nicks up, you know. There is always one, isn't there? We had a yeah, season yeah. with Barnet. Uh, we got to the playoffs uh, semi-finals and uh, and ended up drawing Barnett, who had come through because of the points per game. In fact, they came, didn't they? Come through in place of you?
1: Yeah, you not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. yeah
4: I didn't do that on purpose.
1: Apparently.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they came through and obviously knocked us out in the semifinals, um, and then uh, went through to the final. But um, yeah, it was. Um, there. There's always that one, isn't there? There's, and there is a few in it. Chesterfield, Bromley are down there, aren't they? That um, could could still get themselves in.
2: This is it. These these teams are really really strong. Chesterfield have had a, a resurgence, as have Notts County. Bromley are always hard to beat. I'm trying to think who else is there? Wrexham, Wrexham. got money behind them now, Halifax. and they're playing well. Halifax have got a good uh, a good setup. I mean, we've beaten these teams. The, yeah. the teams we struggle to beat are Sutton, Torquay. Hartlepool, yeah, Torquay. Torquay are
4: a good. uh, I mean, Torquay managed by our ex-manager Gary Johnson. And I'll, I'll I'll confess this to you, fellas. I've got a bet on with a mate of mine. We bet. We were betting who would make, um, uh, who would win the league, and and my money was on Gary Johnson at Torquay, and his money was on Paddy Madden at your place. So we've both lost that bet, but now we've rolled it into the playoffs. (laughs) And (laughs) and my money's on my money's on Magic Johnson, but he's got Paddy, so uh, he's on your side.
1: Yeah, hopefully because, he'll be hopefully he'll be back for the for the playoffs. I think that's yeah. what we're what we're hoping. So he's had three weeks, I think, two or three weeks out. Um, smart money, I think, will be coming back for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And it's another it another incentive for us to finish third as well, because if we finish fourth, we play uh, a week on Sunday. But if we finish third, we've got an extra week because we won't play till the week after. So right. an extra, a, extra bit of recovery time for him. Yeah.
4: And what's the manager been doing for you? Uh, I think when, uh, mm-hmm. Russ, when you were on the Glover's cast last, you just changed. And obviously, Jim Gannon was very, you know, very popular, wasn't he? How's the yeah, manager
2: absolutely. been? Yeah, well, Jim Gannon is he's still popular. Still popular. He's, he's, he's you a know, big part of our our history, really, and anything that's good that's happened to the club in the last 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rusk has done really well, to be fair. There was a bit of a dip at the start when he was trying to work out his, his style, his structure, his formation. But, you know, since then, really, really good. I think we're up to, is it 16 unbeaten now? Yeah, something like that. Blimey. Um, so not so clever at home, but away we're really good. Um, and he's just got us not conceding. And we, and we knew that from the start. We could tell once he'd got his teeth into it that he was shoring everything up at the back. And then starting to flow through the midfield and into the into the final third, and you know, and then you add you add Paddy Madden to that, okay, you know, on top of what we already had. Um, yeah, it's really exciting stuff.
4: I'm worried now. Now I've, I've <laughs> <an evil water laughs> i have been even more impressed than I did at the start. <laughs> yeah, uh, Paddy not being there's the only good thing you've told me tonight. I think <laughs> <laughs> we did yeah,
1: we, did, we did, did struggle to beat Wolkin last week. Yeah, so that's a, that's another. Yeah, thing. will
4: take those two rays of hope and try and cling on to them. I think.
2: There you go. Um, was there anything more you wanted to ask us before we before we wrap it up?
4: No, no, no. I think that's good. Uh, I mean, like I say, best of, best of luck to you in the playoffs. As I said we didn't have much joy there last season, but um, yeah, play uh, playoffs can be difficult things to do. So um, yeah, well, I, I I might lose a pint if uh, if you do if you do make it through, but uh, yeah, it will be great to see Paddy scoring goals in uh, in League Two again. Like I say, he's uh, really very well thought of. So uh, best of luck. Past Saturday, obviously. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, that, thanks for that. And um, yeah, thanks. Uh, best of luck on Saturday with your depleted squad. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> thanks very much, fellas. All right. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, mate. All right.
0: Well, the good news is uh, no Paddy Madden at the weekend. Well, against us. Uh, it'd be nice to see him, but uh not nice to see him scoring goals against us. Um yeah. do you enjoy that chat with them? They're they're all right those guys, aren't they?
4: Yeah, they are. They're a nice they're they're a nice bunch. And I did as you heard at the end there, wish him all the best in the um uh, in the in in the playoffs as well because uh, I think Ian you'll agree with this one I sent Ross who was uh, leading the chat there a message afterwards saying if you get Chesterfield smash him for us well, because <laughs> I can't stand him um, but I will also uh, lose a beer as well because Craigo the young pretender yeah. the dethroned yeah. uh, quiz champion and I had a bet uh, as to who was going to finish uh, for that I mentioned it in the in the chat with them and I, I went for Gary Johnson at Torquay. Uh, and he went for Paddy Madden at Stockport, but obviously not Paddy Madden at Stockport now. But I do hope he is there on Saturday because um, he will get, quite rightly, a hero's welcome.
0: Yeah, he will. He will. Um, yeah, so today, Thursday, the uh, manager did his usual prep conference. He was um, He's tired. He wants the season to end, like, like all of us. And he, <laughs> he, he sort of said how he needs a long break but i i suppose the the big news coming out of it is that jimmy smith will be retiring at the end of the season um and going on to coach somewhere so what are your thoughts on that uh, that's a one of our our contract you know, yeah. our contract conundrums has been solved for us a little exactly. bit. Exactly.
4: It solves it gives us an answer to the Charlie Lee versus <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Smith debate, doesn't it? Which one are we keeping? <laughs> well, it's taken out of our hands now, isn't it? But and plus Charlie Lee's uh yeah, as we've seen him in the flesh last couple of games, is is uh, he seems to be a man possessed towards the end of the season. So yeah, yeah we'll see about that. But and Jimmy's yeah, had his is injury in
0: problems, hasn't he, as well. Yeah. So um, you know, I think it's probably a big part down to that and as we know he's been doing his coaching badges especially ben knows he's been doing his coaching badges um yeah he's he's it feels a little bit with him dicko um it feels a little bit like an end an, an end of a little era you know it's only been yeah. a couple of seasons but those are players that have sort of really got into our you know into our hearts um yeah couple of years and yeah Well, we've heard a lot of people talk about how after the, um, you
4: know, sort of the dark days of of the previous manager, as we should call him, uh, you know, it was this team of players who sort of made people fall back in love with it, weren't they? And it was exactly as you said there, it was obviously Lee Collins, um, uh, you know, uh, Luke Wilkinson obviously still be with us, Charlie Lee, uh, you know, Dicko, Jimmy, Reece, uh, Murphy as well, you know, they were all part of that breed, weren't they? Albie, Uh, Skendy they all kind of came in and they were those um yeah those people who were willing to you know put whatever was needed in where it hurts to um you know to 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 get the job done and I think um yeah they're the they're the people who made us fall back in love with it so we'll be um uh we'll be grateful we'll be grateful for 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 everything they did so yeah we will be sad to see Jimmy go um you remember the impact that he um he had when he came in uh, on loan originally, and that yeah. really lifted our season last season, didn't
0: it? It did, yeah. He was, you know, and then we missed him when he went we back. Um, he sort of changed his role up a little bit this se- this season and became a, you know, the Perlo of our team. Yeah, um, but and even ma- go on.
4: I was going to say, even Ben has forgiven him for wearing a number five or playing a number ten. <laughs> and for someone as geeky as Ben with uh, shirt numbers and all of that, I tell you, that is a big, big deal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the manager the manager said how, how Dicko was so important when he first came in. Um, and he, yeah. he touched on, you know, he said how he, it hurt him and how he wasn't allowed to help Yeovil when they were coming out of the Football League. And, you know, we've said it yeah. to death how different things could have been if we'd had... Carl Dickinson in that in that side, um, but you know it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I th- one
4: one thing I'll just uh, I'll just say there about Carl Dickinson was I remember in that last season when we did get relegated, we played Crew alexandra away, which obviously isn't too far from Stoke on Trent, which is where um, Carl Dickinson's from. Uh, and Carl Dickinson came to that game despite the way he'd been treated by everybody in that club. He came to that game. He sat with the fans. I. I remember talking to him, you know, getting a cup of tea and all of that. And he was telling us uh, all the things about what, what had been going on. Um, And I I remember that day having, you know, enormous amount of respect for Carl Dickinson, just for the way that he spoke and the fact that, you know, he cared enough to still come and see the people, uh, you know, his, his his teammates who were, who were there. And yeah, I mean, it's been, I said a million times, if we'd have had him, would we still be in the league? Who knows? But
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the the big the the big story at the football club is the um the crowdfunder that's been put together for uh the family of Lee Collins and, and Young Minds Mental Health Charity. Uh the manager was talking about it today and sort of said how he'd been getting uh, you know, help from uh a psychologist at the LMA and talked about, you know, mental health and how we need to do more and, and do more to prevent um mental health rather than you know prevent mental health issues rather than you know resolve them after the fact and he he's you know i think the way darren siles handled himself these last couple of months has just been unbelievable you know you can say all you want about the football all you want about you know the quality of the football and the results but he has just really stepped up and become a proper ambassador for us and uh, and our squad and our players and i just you know it saturday is going to be an emotional day with a family of uh, of lee there and everything that's you know going to be going on on that last game of the season but i think that's one thing we do need to keep in mind is how how magnificent darren has been um as you know he's the face of the club he's the only person who's spoken in public about anything at all to do with the club in the last however many months and he's just yeah I think for all his faults and for all the things people say about him I think you cannot um cannot fault him for how he's handled this situation no, absolutely. And I
4: think for someone who, as he's mentioned many times, particularly in recent weeks, he's, you know, a manly man, and he's uh, he's not someone who probably does talk about his feelings easily. To have someone like that saying these things, I think probably means, uh, you know, a lot more than someone that you would expect to to open up, because that shows to people, you know, there'll be people out there who hear him talk and think, if he can do it, I can do it. And um, yeah, that, I think that's, I agree with everything you've said about him. Um, And, and and I think that's a, that's another thing to mention. And one other thing I'd just like to say was I'm sure everybody um, who's listening to this has read the open letter that Lee's um, partner, Rachel, Uh, they published it on the club's website if you haven't read it, but blimey, what a brave person that is to um, put that together. And yeah. Yeah. I uh, I hadn't shed a tear about this for for quite a few weeks but that one set me off I have to say when that last line about uh, you know he was our safe place and he was our you know he's our friend oh jesus yeah that yeah. one did set
0: me off <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think Saturday is I think Saturday is going to be an emotional day for a lot of us you know that fourth yeah. fourth minute applause was was yeah. emotional and then for his family to be there on on Saturday is going to be going to be quite something and uh, i think it's you know it, it's a testament to the football club and the people that are behind all of this um as to what we're doing and what and what you know what they're trying to achieve and yes well done to yeah. everyone at the football club for it because it it's a massive thing it is a huge thing and i think if if Yobel town can become an advocate for mental health then you know be a real Speaking of hope to people in the community are on that subject because of what the whole club has gone through in the last couple of months, then amazing. You know, that that's yeah. that's massive.
4: Uh, and what a legacy to Lee Collins as well. If that's the kind of thing, you know, if there's young people out there who get that help, you know, that's the best legacy that anyone could leave for him, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, right, should we take like, some... Move on? Oh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get me
4: crying again. Yeah, <laughs> let's take some
0: questions. Let's take some questions. <laughs> Uh yeah. before we get Foxy on, he's going to be getting nervous. I hope I've got a title yeah, to retain you're here. Playing mind,
4: you're playing mind games with him, <laughs> are yeah. you? You've dropped the you've dropped the name there, haven't you? Oh, yeah. People, well, pe- people who know him will know him now. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> people who know on, him will know him. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's the kind of insight I bring to this podcast. Yeah. Right, uh, Louis. Louis B on Twitter. He's asked about Jimmy Smith. We've spoken about that. Uh, Rumours of Morgan Williams and Romeo Hutton coming back. Uh, What are your thoughts on that, Coatesy?
4: Uh, Yeah, I'd take either of them. Um, What was Hutton? Right back?
0: He was, was yeah. Right back, wasn't
4: he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got, uh, obviously, Alex Bradley there. But as we've seen, (laughs) with our goodness knows how many people we've got out injured. uh, You know, having options is no bad thing. Always thought he did well you know, good going forward, as well as good defensively. Seems to have played quite a few games for Stephenies this season. So, yeah, um, whether we can afford him or all the rest of it, who knows? Um, similarly with Morgan Williams, always thought he was a good player. Very comfortable on the ball. Um, different kind of, uh, you know, defender to some of the others we've got there. So, yeah, it, you know, if, if we can afford him is always the always the <laughs> thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with either of those two.
0: No, I agree. I'd have him. I'd have them both back. Um, uh, old... We'll write that down. How much have we spent <laughs> now? Yeah.
4: Get the Monopoly money yeah. out.
0: Well, the manager did say, you know, he reiterated again today that we need to spend spend well yeah. and spend right. So I think, you know, they've proven to be okay. Although Morgan Williams had a couple of injury things, didn't he? Whereas Hutton, you know, Hutton's played two full seasons without problems. So. Yeah. But that was a point he made on, he made that point on Josh Staunton that he played 36 games straight for Halifax last season. And he played right. six games for us. And yeah. he said how he was going to be, you know, he was going to be the player that came in if Wilco, Lee Collins, or Charlie Lee was out. And then he ended up yeah. going, <laughs> being out. Being so out was, himself. Yeah. Um, okay. Old Green Eyes. With a 300k drop in budget as a result of parachute payment stopping, can YTFC afford to keep Darren Sall, a manager who seems to get recruitment right second time around every season? With old heads moving on, will we see a younger, less experienced side with no depth? Uh, I think we. I think we do need to keep. My, my view is we would keep Darren uh um, Yeah, I think we've said that yeah. Because I think, I I don't I don't think it's fair to say he got recruitment right <laughs> second time around every season. I think his first season he got recruitment right. You know. First time, first, time. first time round. <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they... And and in what circumstances
4: <laughs> yeah. as well came in with one, one Matt Worthington sat there looking back at him, going, Oh, all oh, right, Gaffer. Yeah. Yeah. And that was about it, wasn't it? Yeah. So um
0: Yeah, and and, oh, and yesterday was an
4: unfair comment.
0: Yeah, and, and, and sorry, today he he said he admitted that recruitment wasn't good this season. Lo- yeah. and you know, <laughs> we don't have to tell him otherwise, but yeah, I think it's unfair to say you got it wrong last season because last season we have obviously forgotten how entertaining we were to watch and w- what fun we had. Um, yeah, and then the second part with old heads moving on—will we see a younger, less experienced side with no depth? I mean, we...
4: well, he's mentioned the three hundred pound drop, uh, three hundred grand drop in uh, in in budget, hasn't he? So again, as we say, if we got the money. <laughs> um, then I'm sure, but let, uh, let's be honest. Uh, you know, young, young um, and inexperienced can sometimes cost you money as well. And older and more experienced sometimes doesn't cost you as much money. We've seen a lot of players come to us who are probably at the tail end of their season, uh, their careers, and and done a job for us. I mean, Charlie Lee, um, I, I would say, is a player. He's probably in the latter end of his career, but has done a has done a good job for us. Um, and I'm, sh- uh, you know, I'm sure there are other people out there. We. Spoken already about how many football league clubs are letting go of players so they'll they'll be out there and there'll be people who won't be able to uh you know command huge wages and all the rest of it so it it needs to be a balance doesn't it and i think if we're losing older heads as we've spoken about dick coach jimmy smith um then we do need to bring some older heads back in again
0: yeah um yeah if you get good youngsters it's not necessarily a bad thing I think the manager said today. I think he said, "There's he's got like hundreds of spinning plates at the moment." Yeah, because of the volume, volume of players that are being released, um, and retained and whatever. It's, it's, um, yeah. But there's going to be a lot of players. I, I don't think. My personal view is, I think we can get if we get the recruitment right early. Um, we'll we should be all right, you know. I, I but that's me being an optimist. Um. Yeah, I would say.
4: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, like you say, getting it done early is an important, important
0: yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Watts on Twitter: uh, mm-hmm. We've what would be labelled as a realistic expectation for next season? Doing better than we've done this season, <laughs> I'd say. Wow,
4: um, yeah. there's going to be some. Tough, tough teams, uh, you know, we, we, we know whoever goes up this season, uh, you know, if that is, uh, well, we know Sutton have obviously gone up. Um, and if that's, uh, you know, Stockport or Wrexham or Notts County or uh, I'm trying to think who the other ones are, maybe Chesterfield, you know, yeah. there's going to be someone left, uh, a good few clubs left in there with, who'd be spending lots of money, won't they? So um, I'd say challenging for the playoffs would be a realistic expectation for us next season Dep- oh, yeah it all depends on who we can get in um and a lot of other factors wouldn't it but I-, I would say we should be we should be up there challenging
0: for something yeah yeah i think so too i think you know if you're not able to <laughs> i know you a darren soul <laughs> darren, darren way quote. then if you're not aiming for the playoffs you shouldn't be here um, <laughs> yeah funny
4: how long was he there after we
0: said that <laughs> too long <clears throat> far too long um, <laughs> I can't believe I've done that uh, <laughs> move on move on yeah uh, Green Mist on Twitter what sort of crowd do you think we will get at home next season could be a hard task getting fans back through the turnstile after such a long absence also the club have not released any season ticket info yet surely this would have been in full swing by now Ooh, several parts. Take it, Coates. Yeah. Well, I think that there has always
4: been, and there will always be, a hardcore of a good couple of thousand Yeovil um, Town supporters who, rain or shine, I'm um, going to say for home games. Not idiots like me, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, there, there will always be people who will go regardless of, uh, you know, how well or or poorly we're playing. Um, But I I would say if we could get, you know, high 2,000s um, next season, that would probably be uh, a realistic aim. There will be, you know, it depends how we do, doesn't it? You know, we know that when we do well, we can get four or 5,000. When we're doing badly, we can get below 2,000. So, but I would say that, you know, 2,867, I would say, (laughs) roughly, roughly.
0: Oh yeah. And uh, the comment on you know on the season tickets.
4: Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it, should... uh,
4: it should be out there, shouldn't it? The information should be out there as to as to what is going on. Um but yeah. you know, as we've spoken about, there's been a lot going on and I know we can't say that forever, but um, you know, it's uh yeah Yeah, it should be out there i think people we should be telling people what's going on
0: i think it's going to be tricky because you know my mentality about going back is i cannot get back quick enough you know like got my ticket for saturday like i I want to be back in the ground and be um you know be back amongst people but on the other hand there's going to be people who are apprehensive about being in crowds of people and who don't want to you know mix with too many others so it's You know, I think it's just going to be one of those things as people get more comfortable with the, you know, rules relaxing. Um, You know, you need to make people feel as safe as possible to want to come out there. If that means opening up the the Glover's Trust Terrace for home fans so that you can, you know, spread people out even more and get more people in, then so be it. You know, that's what, what you should be doing.
4: Got the trust plug in there,
0: didn't you? Absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> the Glovers, the Martin Baker Glovers Trust. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It looks those, <laughs> those signs are glorious as well.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I do like this. I do like the signs. I do like the signs.
0: Uh, George on Twitter has asked: released, retain list, publication date. I would imagine not too far after Saturday.
4: No, I'd say it's probably uh, Darren Saul spinning plates, isn't yeah. it? I imagine probably come into a lot of that. But yeah, if the if the clubs in in the football league or anything to go by, uh, we've obviously seen, for example, Forest Green when they got knocked out of the playoffs, released uh, announced theirs, including one adam smith yeah. um of this parish uh who has been released so i imagine yeah it will be pretty swiftish after after saturday but i, I haven't got an exact date at the moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> be sure <laughs> well, it's, you it's, know so it's
4: 3 you, 17 p.m you know on... as
0: soon as as soon as it's out it'll be on the GlovesCast.co.uk. so Absolutely. you know make sure you log on and see um and Bruno Fernandez hot off the heels of uh Champions League disappointment uh Europa League disappointment, sorry. Um any real <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> yeah good penalty though. Yeah, it was all right, wasn't it, other than David's. Um any wow. realistic free agents that could be snapped up, particularly from local sides. Uh I don't have any idea. This is probably where Ben had reel off a load that not yeah, aren't gonna one? happen. Um, can
4: I say Adam Smith Forest Green does that count as local yeah <laughs> that's I can remember because I mentioned it about two minutes ago Gloucester so. Gloucester's local yeah yeah we'll go for that
0: well, Adam about, Smith there um, you go Next. well even more local is Michael Kelly up at, yeah, that's in true. Bristol so you know I, yeah yeah I, I take like... both of those I
4: take both of those then Morgan Williams Romeo Hutton have we spent all our money yet I think we have
0: probably are, we? yeah but we don't yeah. know what we've got in from you know letting Players go. No, true. I think Reese Murphy's going to gobble up a bit of the budget, so he'll be on his way. Um, Okay, that's all the questions. All right, all gone. So, does
4: that mean it's quiz time?
0: It does. So, we'll take a short break, listener, and uh, well, it'll be a very short break for you, a little bit of a longer break for me and Coates, um, and we'll be back with a quiz. Welcome back to the Glovers cast. it's quiz time. Coach is here, and my challenger today is Mr. Chris Fox. Welcome to the Glovers cast Good
3: evening, good evening, gents, How are you? there
0: we go we uh what you will
4: hear when you listen to this bat foxy is that we uh we dropped your name before, and I very cleverly said people who know him will know him. That's the kind <laughs> of you know
3: information that I bring to my listeners, yeah well, you know you bring all the fonts of knowledge I think they <laughs> Here we go. You can't.
4: I I cannot be swayed. You can't butter up the quiz
3: master, I'm afraid. But, well, no, uh, I was thinking about your years of experience. Ah,
4: there we go. There we go. Well, when when, when we go back into you know your quiz history, uh, Foxy, uh, the our dethroned quiz champion Mr Andrew Craig has asked me to say that tonight's quiz will not mention anything um, about flags of African nations. Do you, do uh, you want to explain that one? Uh,
3: what did uh, he mean well, by that? Fa- well thank you to uh, Mr Andy Craig on, the, um, <laughs> on that comment. Um, I'm seeing him actually at the weekend so I will bring that up to him. Head's um, up Craig, go head's up. So, so a number of years ago I appeared on a TV show Pointless. I'm sure many people will have known that <laughs> program um, where I confidently said at the start of a round that I would be very good on um, flags because of my football knowledge, having, you know, extensive football knowledge uh, around and lo and behold, um, flags came up and um as you can imagine, under the TV lights, <laughs> my mind went blank as as the, <laughs> the, um, the list of flags came up um, on the screen. And for what I, you know, again, I just was thinking, thinking in my head, right, I, which ones do I know? Which ones do I know? I some easy ones. Let's go for a, a harder one. And the first thing that came into my head was Angola. <laughs> and as soon as I said Angola... Um, I knew exactly what the flag was that I was uh, (laughs) wanting to say, and that was Bangladesh, which would have scored really well. It would have. It would have. It would have scored really well. But because I said Angola, um, I got the dreaded 100 points. uh, (laughs) Uh, um, Myself and my uh, mates' um, show history from there went um, even further downhill because I think we got one right answer (laughs) out of um, four four goes basically wow. and we were knocked out in the first round both times <laughs> here you go here you go Ian. he's Are really you setting himself lull, up now. lulling
0: me into a false sense of security oh,
3: exactly <laughs> well exactly that's what i'm trying to do Ian. that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> wow.
4: Well, I'll I'll just uh, repeat the rules of the game for anyone who's listening and uh, and doesn't remember them. So this game is Yeovil Town. Who am I? We need a jingle for that, really, don't we? So what I will do is I will read out a a little history of three former Yeovil Town players that I have uh, I have jotted down. Um, if you, you you have to shout out, and whoever shouts out the answer first wins that point. Best of three. Um, If you shout out an incorrect answer, you have to wait until I've finished the next paragraph that I am reading, and then I will allow you to rejoin the game. Do we understand the rules, gentlemen?
0: Yes, sir. Understood.
4: Understood. Right. OK, let's get going with number one. I was born in Billinghurst in West Sussex in 1998. And in that area, the only place for talented young players was Brighton and Hove Albion. I signed on with the Clubs Academy in 2014, and on the final day of the 14-15 season, made my senior debut coming off the bench in the final minute of a goalless draw at Middlesbrough. I didn't play at all the following season for Brighton when they made it into the Premier League through the playoffs um, and had to wait for the EFL Cup appearance the following season. James Timmy. coming on for He's got it right. That's the first one. It was one it, nil... Sorry, I missed that. James Tilly. Don't James tell me you've Tilly. got some uh, yeah, problem with your line. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs>
3: right.
4: 1-0 to Perkins. Okay. Number two. I was born in Welland Garden City in Hertfordshire in 1992 and made my first playing appearances in Somerset at Street. I was a scholar at Millfield. Oh, there we go. Oh. straight in there.
3: Ben Nugent. I'm glad you said street because uh, I remember <laughs> listening to uh, a show a few weeks ago and you said that Ben Nugent wasn't local to street.
4: Well, he was. Well, can, <laughs> can, can, yeah, can I just uh, read you the first line of that? Born in Welland Garden City in Hertfordshire in <laughs> yes, 1992.
3: Yes, street at a young age. Thank you very much. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, as uh, as Craigo, who's keen to point out that I was actually born in uh, in Aldershot in Hampshire, and he says that means I can't claim to be a Yeovil fan. But you know, if you're going to claim uh, Ben Nugent as a Street lad, then I'm a Yeovil. I,
3: fan. I remember watching Ben Nugent play 4th Street a number Four of st- times. A, lo- a number go. of my mates played at the same uh, w- with him, so uh, that's when I first noticed Ben Nugent. And when he joined Yeovil, I was sort of like, "Oh my god." Are we you know <laughs> how are bad the are we come
4: from street. <laughs> <laughs> me, well, I didn't realize he had such a close affinity with uh, Ben Newton, otherwise, I might have changed that uh that, <laughs> street, that quest.
3: Glover.
4: street Glover, yeah, up there with the Angolan boys, yeah, exactly <laughs> okay, well, this is good because we we're we tied now, one all, so this Tense. is winner takes all on this one, okay, are we ready?
3: Yeah,
4: I was born in Liverpool. In May 1986, I began my football in life at Everton, where I joined as a trainee. However, it did not work out for me at Goodison, and I ended up at Coventry City, where I established myself as a regular in the reserves but could not break into the first team. In my efforts for a start, I dropped into the non league and signed for Accrington Stanley at the start of the 2005 2006 season and was part of the team that would go on to win promotion to Football League that year. However, I did not see out that season as Steve Thompson brought me to Yeovil at the end of January Anthony 2016. Barry. Anthony Barry. Ooh. He's got it. He's got it.
3: <laughs> I was just about to see him as <laughs> well. He's
4: kept his crown. He's kept his oh. crown. It was indeed Anthony Barry.
3: My heart's racing.
4: There you go. <laughs> well,
3: that's because yep. you're up against, you know, a famous um, celebrity.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. Famous, <laughs> famous quizzer. That was rattling. I mean. Well, I was expecting Perkins to, uh, you know, to, to fall there. But uh, congratulations, boss. That was... Uh, expecting that me to was, fall? Was... Well, I was... Ex- you know, Fox, he's got quiz experience. I thought he'd... Uh, you know, I thought he'd be in there. I could feel his, his hand over, over the buzzer then when he was uh, it, ready to shout Anthony it Barry.
3: really was. I, I started to say my name. So... <laughs> <laughs> and you'd you said Anthony Barry. I was like, no... <laughs> Oh, oh brilliant fantastic. right
4: well there you go well we need another challenger now don't we
3: yeah
4: uh, i think there's a i think there's a couple of people i've seen who've said that they would be uh willing to take you on so have to tune in next thursday um I believe. <laughs> well i think he might have bowled it Mike clevo but uh we'll see we'll see if he hears this come on clevo <laughs> there's a gauntlet thrown down for you
0: absolutely well great we well we got a question to ask chris before we go Right. Okay. Uh, you probably know what we're going to ask you. Um, hopefully, you've put a, a bit of thought into it. Uh, but what right, is your, okay. your meal deal of choice, please? Uh, the meal deal of choice. So I, I would say. Can I just
4: say before you do say this that Barrett will judge you harshly on what you're about to say here. No pressure. But, yeah, you he, 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 he might be unfollowed on Twitter yeah, if you get this wrong. Expect
0: um, a score out of seven in the morning.
3: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Barrett always judges me uh, every <laughs> every time, every year on my birthday. He always <laughs> sends me the pointless picture. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you know, me, me and Barrett judges me, but uh, I'm not going to let him down, I don't think, on this oh, one. Go ahead, go on. So I'm going to go with um, standard chicken and bacon uh, sandwich. Um, I'd always go go for that one, I'd say. Um, for crisps, I would go with salt and vinegar McCoys. Uh, I think they're a good, uh, probably my favourite flavour as well. That's a solid, and then, solid, the, solid first two. Go on, you, you got the drink, drink now. I, I'm close, I, I'm torn. Um, I'm torn between two and I'm probably going to go with a Dr Pepper, I think, Do- as, my, uh, as my drink wow. of choice. It's close between that
0: and a cherry Coke, I'd say. Well, there's a variety uh, of flavours there.
3: Yeah, I don't know how Barrett's going to react to that no,
4: one. No, I mean, no. he's the only one who does react to this question, <laughs> isn't he? But, exactly. um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe we'll have to ask him on Sunday what he thought of Foxy's uh, Metal deal. That sounds solid to me. What do you think, Ian? Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Coke variety of Coke f- fan. Uh, the mm. only fizzy I drink is Thatcher's and I'm still after that Thatch- spon- still after that sponsorship um yeah. yeah but yeah no it's, it all sounds good to me i mean what do i know <laughs> <laughs> well you're the reigning quiz champion well, yeah, so like well, you know a bit by the sound of it i know old yeovertown players but i don't know that much yeah. about meal deals <laughs> right. well okay there we go on that bombshell as they say um we will be back on monday post yeah. uh post, post uh Stockport. the last game of the season the season is ending there we go. We've been waiting for it to be
4: over for a long time, and now it uh, now it nearly is. But I won't be there, but I will be with you all in in spirit. So give them a cheer and, uh, yeah, fourth minute, uh, clap that a little bit harder for me if you could. Yeah, are you going, Foxy? I
3: I am going. Yeah, yeah I cannot wait. I went to the went to the last home game, and uh, that was special enough. Um, I think Saturday's going to be uh, going to be really good. It's going to be good to sign. Um, you know sign off a few players. Obviously, Dicko, for one, who's been absolutely brilliant. It's probably been one of my favourite players over the last couple of years. And obviously, Jimmy Smith, who's just announced his retirement obviously today. That'll be a good send-off. And obviously, for Collins and uh, his family that are going to be there, I think it's going to be quite an emotional um, day, especially in the fourth minute and probably at the end. Hopefully, um, the crowd will uh, send off the players in our and as Darren says, the song that he likes to clap along to, <laughs> but doesn't know any of the words. So hopefully, it's win, lose or draw, we might be able to, uh, the fact, you know, the Thatcher's Gold Terrace, uh, hopefully we'll be able to, um, you know,
4: sing the players
3: off, I think. Yeah.
4: Sing yeah. it loud, sing it proud. Give Darren Sully a song sheet,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right. thank you very much for your time this evening, gentlemen. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank we you. Will... Speak to you all on Monday, everyone. Thank you. And with a
2: quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in.
1: There's Lindergaard, making for his back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh! Stansfield, good turn away from
3: Trott, goal!